Good morning. It's September 5th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Mud Puddles. We start out so enthusiastic about life, so entertained and delighted by the very nature of things. But the newness fades, we grow jaded or exhausted, and we begin to lose some vital appreciation for the possibilities inherent in the day. Marianne Williamson from Keep a Sense of Adventure. I was given a collection of essays on my 50th birthday entitled 50 Things to Do When You Turn 50. I picked it up the other morning for the first time. I am 65. Oops. I had thought it a list of things like see the Grand Canyon, the Eiffel Tower, parachute once, climb a mountain, etc., etc. And I think at the time I thought it too depressing to contemplate a bucket list that would still be long at my funeral. But I discovered this morning that the book is actually a marvelous collection of essays by 50 famous authors on attitude more than anything else. For instance, Garrison Keillor, the incredible creator of the Lake Wobegon stories, advises one to stop belly aching. No one cares that you're getting older. You should lose the ponytail, start telling the truth, and stop having dinner with people you don't like. But many of the essays speak to the more serious truth that as we finally acknowledge our mortality, our search for answers turns inward rather than outward, and midlife can mark the beginning of a certain kind of enlightenment. We eventually realize that our generation is not going to usher in a new earthly utopia, and that the massive cruelty we had hoped to eradicate is still in the world. It is disillusioning. In the words of Marianne Williamson, disillusionment is actually a good thing, because it means you were laboring under an illusion before, and this is the beginning of spiritual insight. Paul tells us much the same thing when he encourages us to test all things and determine what is good in his letter to Thessalonica, 1 Thessalonians 5.21. For the believer, many things start to make much more sense as we move through midlife. One begins to see what is meant by a, quote, fallen world, unquote, but one also comes to appreciate the validity of all the aphorisms like, quote, the best things in life are free, unquote, and, quote, youth is wasted on the young, unquote. It's much easier to understand that love is the only thing that matters once you've lived long enough to have experienced both the loss of it and its effect on others. Then it's much easier to understand why God would sacrifice his only son for our salvation, because no other act could demonstrate love like that. And a God who would love us like that and would give us life on this earth surely wants us to experience it in all its fantastic facets. So at 65, I can look backwards quite a distance to 50 and analyze the choices I've made. We can gradually dissipate from midlife into old age, or we can purposefully choose a kind of spiritual rebirth, and through it, perhaps understand better both our relationship to our Creator and the myriad of opportunities that still remain, and will, until we draw our final breath. Williamson wrote her essay on turning 50 while her teenage children splashed and laughed in mud puddles in the yard. She decided she would rather rejoice in the fact that her kids were happy than worry about the way the mud might ruin her bath towels. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 118, 24. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you, and we know that you first loved us and demonstrated it with the life and death of the Messiah. Keep us mindful of the fact that we were saved for a reason, though undeserving. Loving each other is what you want. Love lets us see good in every direction and rejoice in it. 
even in the midst of a fallen world. Amen. You're listening to Child's Play, instrumental piano from the Happy Piano Music album. We'll see you tomorrow.